0: Network.
1: Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebirds Network.
0: Today we bring you
1: another episode of Forty K Radio. And now on with the show. Welcome to Forty K Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Forty K Radio. Uh, I'm your host Matt Alex. With me today is JF.
0: Hey, buddy!
1: And returning from the warp.
0: The Stay warp the from, from
1: Japan. Theme. From exciting oh, yeah. vacations. Ashley.
2: Hello, guys. And like to
0: apologize to Japan for calling it the warp.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it was much nicer than I- that, to be honest.
1: Yeah, we, I was following your all your posts on Facebook.
2: Oh, guys, they don't even do it justice.
1: We'll talk about that in a moment. So we're just going to, you know, sort of catch up today. First episode of the new year. Lots of stuff going on. But since it's been so long since we talked to Ashley, tell us all about Japan. I went for myself by myself for a couple of weeks, but you actually went with Geek Nation Tours.
2: I did, yeah. So um, Terrace runs, this was the samurai Japan tour there's an, another one that he does as well but this was the samurai themed one and uh, I've never had more fun in my life I um we were let's see it was 16 days give or take um, and uh, oh it just everything was amazing oh god we ate so much good food all the food has been so boring and disappointing since I came home it's just unfair I <laughs> I cannot, God, I can't even think, oh, ugh, it was so good. Everything was so great. We had so much fun. I met a bunch of cool nerdy gamer people. Um, and, oh, I just, it was, everything was just wonderful. I i can't even, like, pull you specifics right now because everything is just such a whirl in my mind. But, I mean, I think maybe my favorite part was um, when we hiked the Nakasendo Trail, um which is the, one with
0: uh, the bells. for the bears.
2: I mean there are lots of bears in Japan. There were lots of signs about bears. Um on this trail and other places. Um but yeah, no, we were we were not supposed to interact with the bears. Um that or the monkeys. Um also not allowed to interact with the monkeys. Um is their main. Um, but that was really wonderful. The weather could not have been better. Um we had a little bit of an unfortunate weather incident when we first arrived, which was um, the worst tsunami in 50 years of Japan's history. Oh, wow. um, yeah, and I was pretty serious. Um, Tokyo got pounded with a, uh, unprecedented amounts of rain in a short amount of time, and um, they actually um, shut down all of their public transportation in anticipation of the storm, and meant much of it was not able to be reopened for weeks or months, and some of it, I, I, as far as I know, is still closed. Um, because of the extensive damage from flooding. Um, so the first, the first day or two, we were supposed to go to um, a festival that was canceled because of the weather. Um, and so we had to kind of like, re, you know, remove, remaneuver ourselves. Um, and that, that first night, um, we ended up being able to get one of the conference rooms at the hotel we were staying at. So we went in there and we had all brought board games, of course, because we're those people. And so everybody pulled out board games and we played games and I had a generally very nice time. Um I played Tokaido Road for the first time and I have since bought a copy because I liked it so much. Um so if you guys like board games, Tokaido Road's pretty good. Um and it is very Japanese themed. Um so it was it was really nice. Um the yeah, the the trail was great. Um after having had that really bad weather, um the next couple of days were really nice. And the weather that we had when we did that hike, it was eight kilometers. Yeah, I think it was eight kilometers. And um, which was, ju- I mean, it was just such a wonderful hike. Um, and then one of my other favorite things about everywhere that we went were all of the onsens, which is the like the hot springs.
1: Oh, yeah, I went to one of those, too.
2: I went to like 22 of those. Nice. I, every hotel that had one, I was in it. It was just so nice after a relaxing day of – I'm sorry, after a crazy day of doing, like, three to five different things. Terrace did not – he was relentless. He was, uh, like, a taskmaster. We had so much to fit in. And, no, it was great because I wanted to absolutely make the most of my time while I was in Japan, and Terrace did not disappoint Um, but at the end of, you know, at the end of a really long day, all you want to do is sink into a hot bath and everywhere you possibly went, there is the opportunity to sink into said hot bath. Um, so it ended up working out really great. Um, and then there's, um, the last place that we're, the last place that we're in is, um, is Kyoto and they have this like mega store. I do not have words to describe to you what this mega store really is, but think of like every department store you've ever been and then like turn it into seven stories because it has like seven levels or eight levels, a completely absurd amount of levels. And Terrace was like, I will take you guys there if you want to go because it can be confusing. (laughs) I was confused and completely disoriented about 30 seconds into walking into this place because everything was was making noise and flashing lights at me and talking to me, but it was also in Japanese, which was confusing, and because like all of this stuff makes noise, you would walk down an aisle and like twelve things would talk to you, and it was it was just it was it was very very frightening, and a little bit disorienting. And now I know why Terrace was like, yeah, I will go with you, so you know you come back, right. and. You know, it was like a department store. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You know, you want to come with us? I mean, yeah, sure, come with us if you want, but I mean, I think we can handle this. I was mistaken. Um, so he takes us up to, I think it was like the third or the fourth floor, and it is like model central. Like, I, I've never seen so many models in a single place in my entire life.
1: Nice.
2: They had an entire aisle of Games Workshop stuff. They had. Two like both sides of the aisle of hobby supplies, I saw more clippers and files and green stuff and things that I can't even comprehend how many of those things that there were, and of course, half of them I couldn't import back to the states
1: <laughs> right.
2: um but and but what was really most shocking to me was the sheer vo- like volume of gundam models oh, that yeah. they had. I, I was so my boyfriend is a big fan of Gundam and he has quite a few models that he has built already. All those are the only things I know about Gundam, that he likes it and that he has some of the models. So I was wonder you know, I was curious, I was like, man, I was like I hope that I can go there and I can find a model he doesn't already have. <laughs>
1: Did I, little did you realize?
2: Yeah, little did I know that I would have had I would have had a harder time accidentally picking one he did have, than accidentally picking one he didn't, or then I'm you know then trying to pick one he didn't. I I mean there must have been three hundred aisles and aisles and aisles of these things, and that was like three hundred on display. That didn't include all of the ones that they didn't have on display that were just in box underneath, also available for purchase. An absolutely mind-blowing selection of Gundam models in this place. Unfathomable. Um, And after about, I don't know, 45 minutes, I finally picked one. (laughs) And I brought it home, and he didn't have it, so that was nice.
1: Um, (laughs) You're like, oh, and he happened to have this one. (laughs)
2: Oh, we did that. <laughs> I'd been like, you can fly back to Japan and exchange it, cause I'm done. <laughs> um, but and then what was really cool too was I also found um, my, uh, my roommate. He's a fan of One Piece, and uh, I was able to find a model for him that's of like the ship. And it was like kind of like pre-painted, and it just like snapped together. Like it was a really clever little kit. Um, the way that all the pieces came together, and and you know, it's got a nice variety of color options, even though it's not painted. um, It still looks really nice. And so, yeah, I had a lot of of fun with that. Uh, There were also a lot of really cool and interesting miniatures at a lot of the castles that we went to that either had miniature renditions of what the castle used to look like or of a famous battle that took place at that castle. Um, So that was pretty cool to see some of those I really enjoyed this entire trip. Everything was great. I have no complaints. (laughs) No, I have one complaint. I had to come home. Fair enough. My, My only complaint is I had to come home.
1: Sounds awesome, and I'm sure, you know, Harrison, as usual, way found stuff for you to do when everything was shut down and how to get places.
2: Yeah, he did, yeah. Well, that's that's what we did when we were, you know, we were playing board games that night was because we couldn't couldn't do anything else because basically the entire country shut down. It was like we went out for dinner that night, some of us, um, after, like, the storm had kind of started. It was raining, and you'd have thought we were in a post-apocalyptic, like, movie scene. Like... No, no one. There were no cars. There were no people. There were no sounds. There were no dogs. There was nothing. And the only shop that was open where we could have dinner was an Indian restaurant that was run by a Nepalese guy who didn't care that the rest of the country had shut down because of <laughs> rain. But, I mean, it was yeah, that was a really fun and interesting experience and also the best Indian food I've ever had in my entire life.
1: Awesome. Yeah. But how how, are, how is the samurai stuff? Was that also? Oh,
2: well, I mean, that, yeah, we did a lot of the samurai stuff, um, you know, at the castles and things. Um, but we did the um, Battle of Sekigahara. Yeah. Like re- re- reenactment event. And that was I was a little skeptical when we first got there because um, we did sort of like two days there. Um, and it was really dreary and rainy and awful when we got there. The first day, and we just, you know, we did a tour in the rain, which was, you know, awesome. Yeah, you really want to traipse around battlefields in the rain. So, you know, could have been better. But the next day, when we went for the actual festival itself, the weather cleared. It was bright. It was sunny. And it was fantastic. Nice. The reenactors were having such a great time. Everybody was dressed up wonderfully. They had a fleet of little kids who were all dressed up as samurai. Oh, my God, it was the, coolest, it was the cutest thing in the world. They had tons of really cool vendors. I bought, like, an inappropriate amount of tea. Um, Actually, that happened a lot of places that we went. Um, I bought – I probably brought more tea home from Japan than all the rest of the souvenirs combined. (laughs) Like, something in the realm of 25 to 30 different kinds of tea.
0: Damn.
2: I feel like I could have done better, but – We just did. We did so many crazy things. Oh, my God. And I ate so many crazy things. What
1: was the craziest thing you ate?
2: Uh, I'm going to give you a list of the crazy things that I ate. I had horse, which I didn't know was a thing in Japan. I had raw octopus. I've had octopus here cooked, but I've never had it raw before. I had grilled squid, which was delightful, like on a stick from a street vendor. It was Great. Um and then I tried um Unagi, which is eel. Oh yeah. Um that was also quite good, but hilariously expensive. Um like I was not interested in trying to i was not trying to spend uh four thousand yen, which is like approximately forty dollars US, um on <laughs> eating an eel. Um but I did try it and it was it was pretty great. Um, but I think like the surprise dark horse and the weirdest thing that I ate while I was in Japan was sea urchin.
1: Ooh, how was that?
2: Um, mm. Well, it was raw and it was still like in the shell. Yeah. They just like pop the top of it off for you and get and hand it to you. Like because we went to a, we went to like a marketplace and that's where I got it. And um, it was like four or five bites and it was amazing. It was it <laughs> wasn't even it wasn't even that expensive. Like I I probably spent like three dollars on it or something. Um, and it was delicious. I tried to eat all the weird stuff. <laughs> what she uh, well, right? A lot of the meals, you know, we would look at things and be like, "What the hell is this?" And I'd be like, "Wait, don't don't tell me. Let me try it first, and then find out afterwards what it was." <laughs> <laughs> I would say like a solid third of the things that I weren't sure what they were, they were pickled something. They really like to pickle things in Japan. I had no idea, <laughs> but like everything, everything. So that was that was fun and interesting um but no i had a fantastic time and i would really love to go back someday um if i you know if i could you know make that work that would be that would be really great but yeah that was that was that was my time in japan
1: awesome yeah i loved it i'd like to go back someday to you but i'm glad you had a good time that that was a tour i was eyeing but just couldn't make it work this year
0: Everyone I know that's been on the the Japan tour with Terrace has loved it. and I think I want to go.
2: Well, everyone who went on it before um, at Adepticon, when they heard I was considering it, was like, you have to go, you have to go, it's amazing, you have to go. Um, They were all right, and thanks, guys, I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my brother still won't shut up about it.
2: Oh, he went too?
0: Yeah, he went with my my dad a few years ago, and once in a while, well, they'll bring it up and then it's like 20 <laughs> minutes of them looking moon eyed at the ceiling, recalling <laughs> great memories. Like,
2: oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, that's how I feel about it now. Oh, It's so good. I I love Japan. I had no idea quite how much um, I was going to love Japan until mm. I got there. And uh, oh, Japan, I miss it. I miss it so much. I want to go back. <laughs>
1: I've also been following your plant collecting
0: adventure on uh, Facebook. Um, I have not. I just saw that you – the last one about the ultimate plant or
2: something. My, and my, I my, don't queen, know what's my queen plant. Okay, so <laughs> – no, no. So she's she is the queen of my collection. Okay, so the short answer is they really like plants. You guys may have noticed this. Um, they're easier not. to collect than miniatures because they don't require painting. They paint um, themselves. Basically, they do paint themselves. It's very true. Um, But no, yeah, I really like plants. And um, so a while ago, I got a plant called a Monstera, which is it's called the Swiss cheese plant. And it's got neat holes in its leaves. If you guys have seen anything in the stores lately that have like a leaf print with like holes in it, that's totally this plant. It's very popular right now um, in like designs and stuff. And anyway, so I've had one for a while. And I'm not like a crazy person who names their plants, Um, except this one. Somehow, (laughs) somehow, like somehow, my boyfriend tricked me into naming this one, and so his name became King. So he's my monster, and his name is King. It's a really cool plant. He's like in a pot next to my bed. It's pretty cool. Um, and so this this plant that I just got, which was my Christmas money gift to myself. Um, that's what I spent all my Christmas money on, um, was a significantly more expensive version of a Monstera, um, which has variegated leaves, which means that instead of being straight green, it's got like, this one is called, um, a Thai constellation because the pattern makes it look like it has constellations in it. Cause all the, it's got like little yellow dots and stuff and yellow streaks. Um, they're ridiculously expensive for some reason. Um, part of it is, is how they're propagated. And part of it is their demand, um, has driven up the price dramatically recently. Um, but I, I got it and I was like, okay, I was like, well, if I have King, obviously this is the cooler version of King, I have to name it. And I was like, queen is not gonna, not gonna cut it. So she's the empress now. (laughs) So, so, and she is the queen of my plant collection. I do not have a cooler plant than her. Um, so that, that's been my plant, my plant madness too. Actually, if you want to talk about plant madness, I uh, I wrote like a 42 page manual for my boyfriend for plant care while I was in Japan. Oh, and he wow. only killed he only killed three orchids. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, yeah, it was pretty great. But it had to be that many pages long because that's how many different plants I had. <laughs> I I had because the, the collection has increased in the meantime. <laughs> The sure
1: insurance.
2: Nice. But that's what I've been doing with most of my money: is spending it on plants because they're cool.
1: Keeps the room there's nice, anyway. Yeah.
2: Rooms. There's yeah. like a plant. Oh, there's there's a plant in every room except the my roommates' bedrooms.
1: And that's just as of now, right? You'll sneak one in there.
2: And they might notice. Um, I don't know. <laughs> some of the, some of them are more observant than others. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so I've yeah I've got I've got plants in just about every room. Um, I, it's certainly a remarkable amount of plants because every time someone new comes to the house, they remark upon it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Jeff, what have you been up to lately?
0: Well, nothing compared to Ashley. Right? Yeah, I mean, no yeah, exotic Ashley's travels. Ashley's been busy. Yeah. Really? Exotic
2: travels, exotic plants. You know, living the life.
0: I've been to the south shore of Montreal. Also <laughs> to Quebec City. Nice, so that's nice. my travel.
2: Hey, I went to yard. I went to I went to Niagara Falls actually too. Like,
0: How was that?
2: Uh well I went to the Canadian side, so it was nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was polite, I bet.
2: Yeah. It was very polite. Um, I didn't buy any maple syrup, which is probably a, a faux pas on my part, but you know, it's, it's you know I mean make... it's your loss. Yeah. No, really it probably was. Um, but uh my boyfriend doesn't have a passport, so he couldn't come with me. Um so I straight up abandoned him to go visit Canada for a couple of hours.
0: <laughs> I mean he brought it on himself, so, Yeah, man. he did,
2: it's true. It's true, it's all his fault. But no, I love Canada. Canada's great. I should go back and maybe we yeah, can we're... We can meet somewhere in Canada in the middle.
0: Yeah, that's easy for me. No problem. Air travel in Canada is brutal.
2: Air travel? Why would you have to air travel? I'm probably going to drive into Canada.
0: Yeah, but... They I let mean, me do that, you, right? Yeah, but if you say, like, in the middle... Are you talking, like, in the middle of Canada? Because I'm not driving the no. in the nah, freaking mess.
2: No, no, man. Like, in the middle between us.
0: Oh, shit. Sure, we like can do like that. like halfway <laughs> from
2: where I come into Canada and where you are in Canada, I don't know why we would go to the middle of Canada. Oh, I'm sure where the where there would you
0: boost. where are you looking at right now? Like what what's the closest Canada to you?
2: It's not about the closest Canada. It's about lo- the logistic, um, like logistics of it. Um, so like from a logistic standpoint, the chances of me going back to Buffalo, New York, and being at Niagara again are really really high. Because my boyfriend's ah, family lives I, there. I,
0: I like that I, I can totally like squeeze in like a Toronto trip at some point.
2: See, yeah, that's not that far from Toronto.
0: It's closer to Toronto. Like Niagara's closer to Toronto than Toronto is to Montreal, so but there's stuff to see and do in Toronto and I have friends. See? There, so. But like <laughs> if you were saying I'm coming up like from Kingston, I'm not meeting you between Kingston and Montreal because there's I don't even there. know where that is. <laughs> see? <laughs>
2: But like I said, yeah, so my limited my limited experience with Canada was Niagara Falls. Um, and it was mm-hmm. nice. And there were rainbows and I had a great time.
0: That sounds that sounds legit. I haven't been in Niagara since I was a child.
2: I, I had to like really like twist my boyfriend's arm to go there too, because he's like, It's stupid, it's boring. I've seen it four hundred times. <laughs> and I'm like okay, I'm like, okay, but not all of us had the privilege of living there our whole lives. But then I realized that I gave him the same speech about like all the like sightseeing in DC, and now I feel bad.
0: I mean, I get the logistics, the the logic of it. It's like, there's, there's, I'm going to steal a joke from a Quebec humorist that said, like, I don't understand Niagara Falls. Water is falling, of course. There's a hole. Now, if it kept <laughs> going, now that would be something.
2: <laughs> Very well, but no, it was it was a fun it was a fun time and. Yeah, no, I've did. I did, I've done a lot of traveling since we last spoke, you guys.
1: Nice.
0: Well, I have not. I've been painting one model this whole time. Is it a big it's one? Big. It's big. It's really big. Some would describe it as the biggest 28-millimeter scale model available on the market right now. Um, so well, acquiring minds. I, I don't want to get, like, because I, I – I, I got myself a Warlord Titan. For <gasps> You did yes, it. I did. And it's big. It's like, yeah. here's the thing, right? So you think, oh, I'm going to get a Warlord Titan. And it's going to come in like two big boxes. And a bunch of smaller boxes for arms and heads and stuff. And listen, I've been doing this for a solid 20 to 25 years. I I have been doing this for longer than some of my friends have been alive. And... Um, I never thought I would open a box for a model and be intimidated. And I'm not being <laughs> fancy here. I opened the box and I saw the size and quantity of pieces I was dealing with. I thought, I don't know if I'm up to this. <laughs> wow. It is huge. Anyway, so yeah, so i <laughs> What have you been painting? Well, just one model, slacker. that's that's been my thing. Like I've been doing that. I've been going to work and I've been working my podcast, and that's 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 my life.
2: Yeah, screw work. Yeah, <laughs> no, my
0: works fine. You become independently bad. wealthy. I want to, like, so bad. That's the dream, but it's it's hard.
2: I mean, I'm not saying it's feasible or anything, like, but you know,
0: it'd be what nice. Do you do?
2: It would
1: be nice. Uh, I've just... We've been playing here locally some Warcry recently, um, which has been a lot of fun. Played a little bit of 40... Just got a couple games of 40k. Um, nothing crazy, but I think I'm in Adepticon prep mode now, so I got some some Adeptus Titanicus Titans to paint. No, no huge Warlord, just a little Warlord. And... I think I'm going to go sisters for the friendly, so I kind of have to uh, get going on that because that's brand new.
0: Well, models are coming out really soon. Yeah. The yeah, ones yeah. that are missing. So the,
2: uh, the Hey, I remembered a hobby thing. I saw some of those models in person. <laughs> <laughs> they look great. The,
1: yeah, the only reason I, I decided to switch is because things started were starting to come out next week, so it's not like two weeks before. Adepticon Makes sense. Down, so. Yeah. I have a backup army in case I don't finish it in time, anyway. So
0: I had to do exactly that and fall back to my uh, to a backup army because it turns out I want to have that Titan for Adepticon for reasons and um, because there's Titan stuff at Adepticon and that's taking up a lot of my time. Yeah, it's a it's a sizable model. It's so good, though. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's the amazing thing is that a lot of pieces are super well cast, but also a lot of pieces you need to like, if you want to capitalize on that model, obviously you have to magnetize some things yeah. and the dainty little magnets I usually have in my inventory would not cut it. Obviously you
2: need uh, like to go to home Depot and like buy like regular <laughs> yeah. magnets for real people. Like... Oh,
0: I, I ordered online some, uh, some rare earth magnets of what I can only describe as a dangerous size, I have <laughs> usually reserved for MRI machines. Oh yeah. God! Well, what, what I got like a bunch of uh, they're, they're all an eighth of an inch thick discs, mm. and I've got a bunch of them that are just three quarters of an inch in diameter, and two for to, to assemble the body, um, that are a diameter in uh an inch in diameter. And the fun thing is when those suckers decide that they want to reassemble, things Get that are in be- oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah, right. The things that are in between them, like small flaps of skin, like the one you have between your index and thumb, will mm. be crushed. Yeesh. It's yeah, I I'm almost contemplating getting some really big like two two inch cubes to see how many things I can destroy with them. <laughs> we, The magnets came with plastic spacers and I showed him my brother and he, he removed the plastic spacer <laughs> between the, the one-inchers and we had such a hard time pulling them apart no. afterwards. Like, you think, oh, I'm just going to take like uh, like a plastic like credit card or something and put it in between. It's like, no, it, even that is almost, it's really difficult. So that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, for 40K News, there hasn't really been too much. They took their usual holiday break. We did, uh, on New Year's Day, get a few more previews, though. It was mainly the, sort of the rest of the Sisters of Battle line that's coming out mm-hmm. soon. Um, or starts coming out next week, I guess. Uh, all the models look great. Um Looks like they get some good multi-part kits in there, too, for conversions and, and whatnot. Um, but I think one of the neater, cooler things we saw is we finally get to see a new non-Space Marine or Imperium model. So they're redoing Commander Shadow Sun for the Tau for the the greater good book.
0: I'm pretty excited about that i have an army that uses shadow sun and i am as much as the new model is cool i'm more interested to seeing if we're getting some rules for um for stealth thingies yeah
2: i feel that for stealth thingies
0: yeah yeah well it's good like the the stealth models like the ghost keel and stealth suits for the tau i feel are kind of lackluster Like, there's supposed to be, like, this advanced stealth technology, but, um, Gene... Like, Gene Sealer called Jackal Bikes have basically the same rule of minus one to hit. Yeah. It's... It makes... It makes those stealth suits not so, like, oh, wow, like, the high tech of the... The high technology of the Tau can be matched by smoke from a... From a a, a, a dirt bike, I guess, or something like that? It's... Is this... I feel like the, the the stealth elements and units in the Tao Empire need to be um, they, they need to have a, a serious look at, and I'm hoping this is what we're getting since they, they're choosing Shadow Sun. Yeah, they did, and it looks like she's
1: got some uh, a new style of drone with her too, because she just had better shield drones before, right?
0: She oh well, she has I can't remember she has a command link drone and two other drones which I. Feel think are shield drones yeah
1: yeah they're in the little preview they call them like technical drones or something so it'll be be interesting to see what they do um yeah hopefully we'll see some new some new tau rules and i i think they were that one's supposed to be tau and necrons um so it'll be interesting to see what they get if anything Mm. and the i don't know if you guys look at the like the sneak previews but it looks like there's something 40k orky coming
0: It's definitely orky and and here's my theory because and it's it's in a way it's logical and makes sense and it's but it's also kind of a little boring. All right, so we've got a big orc hand and he looks like he's holding binoculars and pointing as if he just saw something with his binoculars. And I mean, my immediate thought is, how oh, we might be getting that um that I think it's Snickrod, his name, the 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 orc, oh, mm-hmm. orc. Yeah. the Because they're redoing characters. He's a character that usually has, you know, not necessarily binocular. Like, he's got this night vision thing, but having binoculars might be something he could have. And he's currently in Resin, so he'd make a good plastic upgrade, much like Shadow Sun. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hopefully, now that I think about it, maybe it's not that, because he does have his own eye gear, that guy. But, yeah, it could be, like, another... Another of that type of character update.
1: I'm just, I'm hoping. I mean, like we talked about before, that we just see some some decent Xeno rules in the rest of the Psychic Awakening. Um, and there's been rumors floating around, totally unsubstantiated, of course, that this is going to lead into whatever you want to call it, eighth nine point uh, eight point five of forty K.
2: Is that what we're calling it eight point
1: five? I think so. I I think, you know, just adding more rules clarifying some stuff. That's that's the rumor anyway. But one of the big things is uh how Age of Sigmar has endless spells, there'll be endless psychic powers.
0: Yeah. I mean but you'd think they'd be rolling these out kind of as this is happening? I mean, with they could, but with Age of Sigmar, right, they just did a,
1: a... The first thing they did was a box set with just endless spells that everybody could take.
0: mm mm-hmm. So,
1: I don't know. It could be interesting um, that, I mean, there's plenty of... I think there's way more psychers than magic users when you compare the two games to each other, so it'll be interesting to see how they balance that out, who can take them, if they even do that. You know, it's, like I said, it's a totally unsubstantiated rumor, but...
0: Yeah cuz again like one of the things that's disappointing about the shadows on the announcement is that we had sort of te- theorized and we're sort of hoping that this whole psychic awakening meant that armies that are not typically equipped with psychers would have rules that involve psychic powers yeah. either psychic denying powers or their own twisted ways of getting psychers and one of the things we had said about the Tau that would be neat nice, like, oh, if they can give us, like, the Tau have a, a race of psychers that they now have under their, like, that they now employ, it sort of changes a lot about how the Tau interact with the rest of the galaxy. And that would be an exciting development. But we're getting Shadow Sun, which is neat, but also, you know, not as exciting as them getting into the psychic game. Yeah. Which is going to make a weird... Weird freaking update. Like, if if the psychic awakening thing that involves the Tau also involves the necrons, basically psychic awakening. The chapter with no psychers. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Just guess. It's an
2: odd decision.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Like,
2: well, and, it's and, like, you know.
0: Meanwhile,
1: and that's the thing too, right? As an age of Sigmar, everybody has spells. I mean, except for Corn, but they give him endless prayers, right? So if you do that kind of thing for forty k without. If you don't introduce a psychic component to Tau or, or Necrons, you're leaving them out, kind of. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it'll... Yeah, it'll... I don't know. I'm I'm really hoping at this point that what we get out of Psychic Awakening is a good third act. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, we had, we had a... Pretty strong start with the 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 Eldar Dark Eldar, and I thought like, oh, they're they're starting strong, but they're starting like this is it's just gonna ramp up from here, and it's been ramping down. Yeah, it's in, getting
1: like less and less exciting. It's here's another Space Marine character.
0: Uh, oh, they're they're, yeah. they're they're about to run out, I think.
1: Yeah, I think this. That's, I mean, that's when
2: you start inventing more characters.
1: Yeah, I. I I think what do we get? The next one was supposed to be Gray Knights, I think, and Dark Angels. So yeah, right. after that you get um, Death Watch. I think that's it. It's the last guys. Mm. Unless of course they pull out like you know Flesh Terrors and. But
0: anyway. But but there's I mean the thing is there's still hope for some cool stuff like I like there's a good reason to think that the the flying machine for the 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 adeptus mechanicus. Is gonna be for Psychic Awakening. And that's that's a big mall. Yeah. That's a fun model. It's not yeah, very really psychic, cool. but I mean we'll see how that ties in with the rest of things. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I mean hope once I, w- I hope there's more
1: than just one model per faction now that we're
0: past the space marines in Chaos, because they just had recent releases anyway. So Right. And and maybe maybe they will. Like maybe yeah. like okay, even now it's Shadow Sun, but maybe there's more to it. Maybe we're gonna get some other cool things for, for the Tau. Maybe or or for, for the Necrons are like the Tower not getting anything too exciting now, but the Necrons are gonna get something completely out of this world. And we'll revisit the Tau later. Like maybe that's that's where this is going. And and that's fine. That's kinda why I'm hoping for like a good third act because Let's say the like we get to the end of psychic awakening and maybe this is October again and it's not that uh, yeah. mind blowing, but we get to the end and boom they kill the emperor some wild story shift. Well, then they start the next cycle of okay, well how does that impact thing and maybe that's when we get the really cool things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting because
1: you know we've since the end of the year we went to that slow period now it's sort of ramping back up right we get
0: the sisters coming out and then after that i assume will be the next psychic like, awakening book for 40k so um and i mean i don't know if you guys have been keeping up on some of the fiction but it looks like magnus is like doing this really big ritual that seems like it's going to be involving a lot of psychers. yeah and he's he's kind of uh, he's kind of getting them in batches of nine and like, which is like the number of zen Lord of Change. So I don't know. Maybe like the whole thing is like we're talking about the psychic awakening as this is something that's ongoing or has already happened. And because, then oh. Russ comes
2: crashing in and saves everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, but but here, this, this thing, like, maybe what we're seeing is that the Lord of Change wants more psychers in the world, and he's preparing a ritual that's going to awaken a bunch of new psychers, and that's when we get Tao psychers. That's when we get, like...
2: Yeah, get all a bunch of people who have, like, nerfing. latent psychic ability. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds cool.
0: Yeah, that I mean, that's that's a possibility. Like, Workshop can go in a plethora of interesting directions. I just hope they kind of do and i I hope they do it in a way that's like i like i i'm I'm a little annoyed that they're kind of over promising and under delivering I want them to do the opposite like, I want them to really like I want them to shock us and not shock us by saying we've killed the emperor and now a uh, corn sitting on the Golden throne like I don't want them to do something stupid just to like to shock us I want them to do something genuinely from left field but that still makes sense and opens up a bunch of fun possibilities for gaming yeah yeah
1: it, I, I mean i think a lot of people are hoping that it pans out into something interesting instead of just being you know like the old battle of again back in third edition where okay like a story change happened but nothing really happened you know what i mean
0: yeah, where they had to do another battle for Armageddon. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> What's sort funny of is moved the
0: plan forward.
1: That was when I worked at Games Workshop, when, like, the, you know, the Arm- Codex Armageddon, the mini-Codex, came out in 3rd edition. And, like, we were at some meeting a couple months later, and, he's, and the guy running the meeting was like, oh, yeah, we already knew it was going to happen. All the results people under didn't matter. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of disappointing. But, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's... I mean, that's pretty much been it in the world of, of 40k recently. Unfortunately, with that end of the year break hasn't been much going on um adepticon is soon uh geek nature tours is sold out uh what events did you end up signing up for at Adeptcon jf
0: um doing this this is my, <laughs> this is my team tournament farewell tour <laughs> nice <laughs> um, um. I yeah this is this is gonna be my tenth year doing the team tournament um so I'm, I'm I want to do it right and like we're working on my, me and my team are working on some pretty cool things some like we're we're really angling it to be the most fun team tournament that we've had but the thing is the team tournament takes up so much time like it's two year two, two, two days of the convention preparing for it is a full year investment where I can't do much modeling of other things. I mean, I'm doing the Titan right now, but I, I've i also got, like, a bunch of our demolils that we need to do for the actual team tournament that I'm going to have to turn my attention to soon. Um, hopefully not having to put the Titan aside or anything. But there's so many cool other games from Games Workshop and other game companies, but, like... That just uh, aeronautic imperialis just came out. I'm hoping they're going to announce some really cool things in, in the coming months. For that, there's yeah. warcry. The rules are insane. The warbands for underworlds are absolutely beautiful. And I am—I mean, I signed up for the friendly again, but I'm again like I'm bringing in—I'm bringing one of my old armies there, and I'd love to do like a new army specifically for the friendly at some point. So I am as. My two big events are the friendly and the team tournament. Uh, otherwise, I'm, I've am i kept a lot of free time just to hang out because that's another thing I tend not to do much. But, yeah, this, this year is going to be my, my last team tournament. Maybe, probably not forever, but at least for a year or two so that I can like see what else is happening at Adepticon on Saturdays and Sunday. How about you? What did you guys sign up for?
2: Nothing, um, because I can't go.
0: Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. So you guys yes. have to have extra fun for me.
0: Well, that's the plan. Hopefully, I'll drink your share of alcohol. Oh yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> As I've drunk mostly other people's of alcohol.
2: I don't want you to die, JF. I, you know, that's that's not what I want here.
0: Well, that's one of us. <laughs> so Matt, this is, anyway. this is turning
2: into a really dark episode, guys.
1: Dark. Um. So I signed up for an Adeptus Titanicus team event um with one of my friends. So I hope that should be a lot of fun. It's it's a narrative event, it's not like a, a you know, a competitive event, so hopefully that'll be good. It's it's an actual GW run event too, so um Aren't they that,
2: aren't, aren't most of them now kind of GW involved?
1: Uh, yeah, I I think since they started coming to Adepticon uh what was it 3 yeah. years ago? Yeah, they're they got a Get pretty a good hand in that stuff, um, and I also and I signed up for the friendly,
2: mm.
1: and of course the the GW sneak preview.
2: Oh, good! Well, yeah, they I signed Steak up for that previews.
1: too. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if if you're there Wednesday night, why not? Right? It's, it doesn't cost anything,
0: and it's it's cool to see. But exactly. I mean, I may not be 100 percent sober for it because still, it is in the evening. You'll remember yeah. some of it, though. Eh, you know, I'll take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wake August. up the next morning, probably in the lobby. Go through <laughs> my phone. Oh, this is neat.
1: And if, if there's anything you missed, it's on the website, the right the, like right after anyway.
0: So. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's what I did last previews. Like that I think you have done two so far. Is just sit and like sit at the bar at gathers and just look at the updates as they appear online. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's no problem.
1: Yeah. So that's it. It for me. I mean, I'm gonna bring some epic 40k stuff maybe get a game of that and i'll probably throw a war cry warband in in my bag too just because it's so easy to transport but oh and i'll probably uh actually throw in an aeronautica imperialis in there too
0: mm. i don't know if i should bring my planes in case but because that's another thing i'm probably going to do like i didn't sign up for anything on wednesday because mm. i'm going to bring a Little, like a, a variety of small game stuff, like probably my planes for Aeronaut and Perilous, some underworld stuff, and just open game with friends I never get to play with.
2: There
1: you yeah. go. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and the great thing about these, even just Warcry and, and underworlds and uh, aeronautic, is they don't they take less than an hour to play. Exactly. Uh, and oh, the, the one thing. Uh, as the new year, Duncan has has left GW.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: people leave companies. Yeah. It's, it's no, no. Normal. I know. He was just such a staple of of sort of the new the new GW that we've been happy with these last couple of years. But I yeah, mean,
2: like I definitely yeah. feel like good for him and all. But yeah. I'm also real sad about it. I mean,
1: it makes sense. Gaming companies, you know, usually you can only go so far in them, and then you just, yeah, you
2: sure. Want... He still, I, do, he I said he was still doing stuff in the industry. So, well, if you cool. guys keep a, uh, an eye on his Twitter feed, um, he apparently has done nothing but paint for you know years, like in secret, like in the closet, because he has tons of completely amazing painted armies. Like he's got yeah. a whole bunch of stuff for the uh, Game of Thrones game that Simon did. He's got some Star Wars Legion stuff. I think he's, I think it was Bolt Action. Yeah, he throws um, some Bolt Action stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, he's still throwing out some really nice stuff, and it's really cool to see what he's, you know, what he's been working on, like, you know, in his spare time when GW is not around.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he did say on his Twitter that he was still staying in the industry, and when the time was right, he'd let us know. So I'm yeah. sure he's, he's, you know, I'm sure he didn't just leave. He had something else planned. So.
2: Oh sure, sure, yeah. Well,
0: that's, that's the thing. Like at some point. If you get to be like good enough and well known enough in in any industry, no matter how happy, like even if you are happy where you are, someone's going to show up with an opportunity that you, as a responsible adult, you can't say no to. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I agree. And speaking of
1: art, I've still—if you guys out there haven't listened to JS Storytelling podcast, you should. Are you I've... still? Look- listening to it oh i'm still listening to it i i very much enjoyed the christmas episode too i thought that was great
0: yeah i wasn't sure about the christmas episode because it's it's something that i had in my mind it's like oh is it too early should we be doing this but it was so much fun (laughs) to work on so it's an ask it. like people don't like it i liked it
2: (laughs) that's all and that's the important part right yeah
0: yeah it's not like we're being paid or anything
2: (laughs) yeah so there you go it's all about
1: fun so if you guys haven't listened to a yet it's on every podcast
2: platform there is, so, you
1: know, Equal
0: Thursdays tomorrow. Oh yeah. I'm, uh, to the, the episode that's coming out tomorrow and it'll have come out for a while when this this show this episode comes out is like ep- uh, it's episode 10 and I think it's the fav- my favorite so far. I'm Ooh, nice. so very happy with it. Mm-hmm. I'm rarely happy with my own work and I mean I can still see flaws everywhere, but it's so it, this this one I'm I'm very eager to see what people think.
1: I like you said. I've really been enjoying it. It's it, it. has gone to the top of my Thursday morning podcast list. So, I am honored. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to it, listen to it, and like them on. Give them leave them reviews.
0: Yeah, reviews and ratings, league. Like, I mean, we we never we don't pimp that much here. Maybe we should, but reviews and ratings when you're talking about podcasting are the absolute lifeblood. Like if ever you're listening to any podcast i'm not necessarily talking about any that i do but like you're listening to a podcast and you're wondering oh i wish they would do more like i wish they would do live shows or they would do more episodes the 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 best thing you can do is just go rate and review because that's how they get like that's how podcasts get found on like on stitcher and itunes and 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 spotify and all those places and the more the more the podcast gets found the more listeners the more listeners the, the the more opportunities so Stuff.
1: Stuff. <laughs> uh, so do you just before do you guys have anything else for listeners today
0: I'm not really like yeah. I'm like obviously like I've been thinking pretty fucking hard about it Epticon. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it more than I have in a few years
1: I, I think maybe part of that is is the sigh of relief after you're done and you don't immediately have to start planning another army
0: it might be yeah a, I mean I'm listen I'm not going to pretend I haven't already started thinking, like, when I do come back to the <laughs> team tournament, what should I do? Like, I've already got ideas lined up. It's going to be very hard at the end of De- Adepticon to not succumb to these ideas. Yes. But, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, like, there's a few things, like, that I'm I'm just... I don't know. I, I feel it's going to be so, so much more of a relaxed event for me this year.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you've been doing it, like you were saying, for 10 years. I mean, and you guys... I've seen we've seen your armies, right? They've been on anybody who goes back through the the Adepticon archives can see them. You guys put tons of work into those, so yeah, I'm not
0: surprised that
1: like as you guys are at Adepticon, you're already like you know planning what you're doing the next time around.
0: Oh, it's I mean it's been our tradition since the first year because our the first time we did Adepticon, we did the team team tournament. Our plan was we're going to go there, we're going to bring a really good army hopefully make a splash and then vanish into the shadows. <laughs> and I mean we made a splash. We we won best team like team and presentation or whatever it was called back then. And we we went to have like our celebratory dinner and we're like all right, I guess we're coming back next year because that was a lot of fun. And we immediately started planning out what we we're doing. And that's that's been kind of our tradition Ever since, like, we, we every time we finish t- the team tournament, we go out to dinner and we start thinking and throwing our ideas for next year. I guess yeah. this year we won't be doing that.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's a long-deserved break anyway.
0: Yeah, and like I said, like, I doubt I'm, I'm not going to come back to it, yeah. but it, it'll be nice to come back to it with maybe more time to work on an idea. It and and be more in love with the idea and not just have it okay well i got to come up with an i like something for this year it's yeah. it's going to be it's going to be interesting it's going to be a different dynamic and i'm looking forward to it
1: awesome well before we go we do have one one announcement uh ashley will will going forward become occasional special guest ashley
2: yeah sorry guys um so the long story short is that my health situation has changed, and my employment situation has significantly changed as well. Um, I have, you know, i'm I'm doing some more special stuff with my health, which is fun and exciting and awful. Um, but probably the biggest thing on my or for my time concern, um, is that I'm sort of taking over the company I work for. Um, it's, you know, everything's early stages and whatever, but, um, that is, I'm now working, you know, 25 hours a week more than I was before. Um, so I don't have time for anything fun.
0: I keep i keep hearing you say like I'm taking over company i keep thinking know thinking, thinking a that it's a hostile yeah, yeah exactly like,
2: actually i mean it's mine. hostile it's hostile in the sense that I don't want it but it's mine anyway <laughs> um like'm I feel a little bit pressured um to, to do it but at the same time it's an interesting opportunity that I can't possibly turn down like yeah. at this point it's just there's just too, it's just too interesting. And, you know, and I like what I do and i like to be able to keep doing it. And, you know, so
1: see guys, somebody out there likes accounting.
2: It's me. Yeah, know it's me. And, you know, theoretically, <laughs> some of the people one. I work with too. Yeah. So that'd be cool.
1: Um, yeah. So Ashley, like I said, we'll become, you know, occasional special guest Ashley, Ashley, we'll be trying to find a, a, a new a host to join JF and I, um, so apologies, we may have a few more episodes with just just JF and I. Um, you'll get through it, I think. Um, but actually, you know, she'll come back on if she can and let us know what's going on in her her world of 40k. And uh, we definitely appreciate you being on the show with us. Listen, the,
2: the only the only 40k that I'm going to be dealing with lately is 401ks.
1: Oh, accounting joke.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. <laughs> ah, no, no one, like no one des- No one deserved that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't deserve that either. Um, but no, it's yeah, it's everything's just a little bit really crazy right now. And I, uh, yeah, it's just everything's nuts. And I'm, I'm trying to consolidate some things on my plate, and you know, make sure that I can meet the commitments that I you know am trying to you know that I'm sticking to and everything. So. Oh, you know, a bunch of things have to give. And unfortunately, the biggest give has been my hobby time. Yeah. Um, And if I'm not doing any hobby time, I really can't talk to you guys about the hobby because I'm not doing it. So that's kind of where we're at.
0: I, I admire how grown up you are about this, because I know for a fact that my reaction would be, I can do both. And I mean, the reality <laughs> would be that I cannot do both. And that would be a problem.
2: Well, I'm I've already kind of been burning the candle at both ends for a little while. Yeah. Um. So this just like quadruples that. Um. And, and the candle only has two ends, so you know, candles, it's how they work. So I have to do something, and this is it, sadly.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I like what I do, but I don't want to do it for 65 hours a week.
2: So. Well, this is this is like. Just, like, transition stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And, Even you know, like, though, like it's, it's, it's catch-up and transition yeah. and, you know, a bunch of other crazy things like that. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's just – yeah, it's just nuts. It's it's really crazy right now. So that's, that's sort of where I'm at. Well, well if the
0: show is you... not going to be the same without you. No, definitely not.
2: Well, obviously, because you guys, you know, it'll be more fun now. So
1: Oh, come on. You're, you're the Ashley from 40K Radio. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: Goodbye. I mean... <laughs>
1: that's really no, what she wants out. No, reg- no
2: regrets <laughs> now. So,
1: <laughs> so if you see Ashley out there in the wild, make sure you refer to her as the Ashley from Horticulture Radio.
2: Don't I, can, I will <laughs> no longer be leaving my house. You can find her at plant stores. Okay, that's fair.
1: I I deserve <laughs> that.
2: Yeah, you will. You will find me at plant stores. And if you want to talk about monstera's or other plants, I will talk about them until we're blue in the face.
1: Refer to her as the Ashley from Horticulture
0: Radio.
2: Oh I don't <laughs> need another project, guys. Come on. Like that's what
0: if what if they come out with like dry ads forty K? Oh. No.
2: I mean it doesn't really fix the time problem. Um it's just gonna make me sad.
1: Oh She'll just she'll so pin up a I couple of deleting them.
0: my email at the game's <laughs>
2: workshop.
1: <laughs> she'll stick them in the pots of her plants so it looks like they're living around her plants. She's combining two loads into one.
2: It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I do what I can.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, uh, you know, as always, reach out to us on Facebook, show us what you're painting, tell us what you're playing at AdeptCon. Um Hopefully Jeff and I will see you there. You might recognize our voices, which is a really weird thing that happens sometimes, but um...
0: I, I don't see. It's never really happened to me or they have recognized me and yeah, intentionally not engaged, which <laughs> I mean, ouch guys. <laughs> i mean i get it but how
1: oh. you know I, I can't comment on what the level of our sobriety will be at any time uh during adept but i mean we'll be at the friendly so if, if you really want to say hi you can say hi to us there there you we're, go we're nice we'll, we'll be nice but <laughs> other than that um you know we'll, we'll see what's happening with like awakening in a few weeks hopefully and we'll talk to you then bye guys Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddha's Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddha's Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddha's Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. And cookies.